In case you missed it, here are some video game and entertainment headlines from the weekend of May 2nd, 2021. Our first story comes from Jess Gordon over at WindowsCentral.com. IO Interactive may be working with Xbox on an exclusive fantasy RPG codenamed Project Dragon. Recently, IO Interactive of Hitman fame spoke to GameIndustry.biz about spinning up a third team to support a new IP that was something different from the studio, and we may know a bit more about what it is. A few months ago, I received information that Microsoft and IO Interactive were in talks for a new fantasy RPG dubbed Project Dragon. While it's too early to share any sort of gameplay details, the final product may look wildly different than the initial pitch. What's on paper thus far sounds incredibly ambitious and represents a completely new direction for IO. On IO Interactive's website, various job listings are live for multiplayer positions in IO's Swedish studio, and indeed, we've heard that this Dragon Project is a connected world RPG set in an entirely new universe. One of the job listing PDFs on IO's website specifically refers to the team being, quote, Dragon, adding credence to the information we've received. And speaking of Dragon, Adam Bankhurst over at IGN.com tells us, New concept art for Dragon Age 4 has teased the return of the Grey Wardens, the order of warriors responsible for fighting back the Darkspawn throughout Thetis. Dragon Age 4 executive producer Christian Daly shared this latest piece of concept art on Twitter, and it follows a couple others from Daly that showed off a mage in a rain-drenched alley in Minithris and a helmeted archer in a fractured world. While it's unclear if these are teases for characters we may encounter or play as in Dragon Age 4, or just a peek into its creation, it's always exciting to see something new related to this much-anticipated game. For those unfamiliar, Grey Wardens are an order of elite fighters that work to defeat the Archdemon and save the world from the Blight. Players become one of these Grey Wardens in Dragon Age Origins, and Anders from Dragon Age 2 has connections to them as well. They also played a role in Dragon Age Inquisition, and players had a hand in deciding some of their fate. Tom Phillips from Eurogamer.net writes, Vault of Glass, Destiny's first ever raid and one of the best cooperative experiences in all of gaming, will be brought to Destiny 2 on the 22nd of May. In a new blog post, Bungie said its goal was not to fundamentally evolve the raid into something new, so expect to see familiar encounters, bosses, and the same sneaky path through the Gorgon maze if you dip back in. Unlike in the original Destiny, the rest of Venus, where Vault of Glass lies, will not be playable. So don't expect to sit outside Vault of Glass front door waiting for randoms to turn up. Now this will be a private space for your fire team. Play the Vault of Glass during the first 24 hours and there will be a contest mode and challenges for those who want to claim a world's first finish. But for most Destiny veterans, it will be an opportunity simply to replay a raid which holds plenty of memories. And was probably Destiny's finest hour. The Vault of Glass is returning as part of Bungie's plan to bring back bits and pieces from the franchise's past to make up for the fact it gutted most of Destiny 2's launch content from the game last November. Io, Titan, Mars, Mercury, and Leviathan, as well as all their associated raids, strike missions, crucible, and cabinet maps, are now gone from Destiny 2. In their place, Bungie re-added some, 
but rather unexpectedly not all of the Cosmodrome six months later, and now also the Vault of Glass. Rory Young over at GameRant.com writes, Documents reveal that Microsoft might cut Xbox store fees. A new document reveals that Microsoft could be planning to improve the revenue share on games sold through its Xbox console storefront. Microsoft is working very hard to make the Xbox platform more attractive to gamers, developers, and partners with the start of the Xbox Series X and S generation. Gaining ground on PlayStation is no simple task, but Xbox Game Pass, PC gaming support, and expanded first-party games output are big steps forward. Now Xbox is reportedly considering the extreme shift in revenue share on Xbox store purchases, increasing partner shares from 70% currently to 88%. The revelation comes via an internet document shared as part of the ongoing lawsuit between Epic and Apple, which Microsoft has involved itself in. The document is titled, Microsoft Store Policies and App Store Principles, under the subheading, Microsoft Store Standard Fees and Revenue Share Overview. For the Xbox storefront, there is a note for games that all games will move to an 88-12 split in CY21. Another note implies that the 88-12 revenue share is planned for the first half of calendar year 2021. Those are some of the biggest headlines from the weekend of May 2nd, 2021. All right, just to add my two cents into here over from the article talking about IO Interactive and maybe making an exclusive fantasy RPG. I think that's really cool that they are doing that. However, sounds like this is super early. And if this is super early, we're probably three to five years out. Uh, New IPs are incredibly hard. IO has been having a stellar year with the release of Hitman 3. Um, That game already made back its... um, the amount it cost to make the game, they already made that back. It was a really huge success. I think IO, I need to actually go out and play the Hitman games. I've heard a lot about them and have wanted to try them. I actually own most of them, and I just don't think I've got around to play it. But I think it's cool if they're able to make this. I'm also not going to get my hopes up. This sounds very early um, for people to be excited about something that we know very little about. I mean, if you say dragon and fantasy in anything, you know, it gets me excited. However, we kind of know how these things go, that this could be something that gets worked on for a little bit and then gets either shuttered or changed or the project gets scrapped or who knows. Um, I think it's cool. However, I'm not going to be holding my breath at all until we get closer to a launch or an actual announcement from IO Interactive on this one. Speaking of the Dragon Age concept art, um, shout out to Christian Jaley, who was the uh, at towards the end of Anthem, he was leading the development of that game, and his uh, communication style and interaction was with the fans was something that was much appreciated. It seems like he's continuing that with Dragon Age, um, showing concept art. Thinking that's something that he really likes to do. It's something that I really enjoy. Um, so, congrats to all those Dragon Age fans out there who are hungry for details. I know there are a lot of you. The Vault of Glass coming back, um, it is true that the Vault of Glass is one of the coolest co-op um, experiences in a really long time in video gaming. I think the Vault of Glass was like peak destiny for me. I love that raid, a ton of fun. Um, still have fond memories of it, beating it the first time with the group of um, people that we used to play with. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to see it come back. Will I dive in? I don't know, probably not. I don't even know what the requirements for Destiny 2 are anymore to even jump in. I probably need to send in some things and turn them into other things and who wants to go through all that 
I think it's cool, though, for people that didn't get to play Vault of Glass that they'll be able to. Uh, Microsoft Split now talking about having the, with developers and splitting 88-12 instead of the standard 70-30 that has been happening a long time. I think Epic, you know, had made some moves early in the beginning for their for their storefront to make it more appealing for developers to come to them. And I don't know. I mean, Epic is having a lot of success um, doing that. I wonder if Microsoft sees that and is just in their continued efforts to draw people more to their platform. That's what they're doing. I don't know if this means we're going to see more exclusives on the Xbox console in the future or what's going to happen there. But if you are a developer, especially if you're an indie developer and you're like struggling to make these games and you need to put money or you need to put uh, food on the table, doing that through Epic, through Xbox would be a lot more appealing than the 70-30 split through Steam or PlayStation. But also you have to consider the amount of eyes on PlayStation and Steam are greater than Epic and Microsoft. I'm not sure if those numbers are actually true, but I mean, I have to imagine that a lot of the users over on the Epic Store are majority Fortnite players and Steam has a huge install base. So you have to kind of weigh the, do you want the cut or do you want the eyes and eventually what will bring you more revenue? So that'll be interesting to see. I wonder, I don't know if Steam ever goes to this split. I wonder if Sony um, follows suit and um, makes it a little bit more appealing for developers to go over there. Not that Sony needs the help right now, but anyway, this has been my two cents. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. If you have questions, comments, corrections, if I made a mistake, you can email me at freelancercodex at gmail.com and we'll get that on the show and we'll continue to put out these daily um, quick podcasts uh, about about the headlines of the day. So thank you very much and we'll see you soon.